Kansas Memory, a Kansas State Historical Society podcast featuring glimpses of Kansas history from documents in the Library and Archives collections. Our podcast listeners will recall that John James Ingalls came to Kansas from Massachusetts as a young man to support the Free State cause and became one of the state's more respected citizens. Ingalls graduated from college in 1855 and after studying law for two years was admitted to the Massachusetts Bar in 1857. Ingalls moved to Kansas Territory in 1858 and settled in Sumner, Atchison County. After adjusting to the shock of the rugged, downright uncivilized living conditions in which he found himself, John Ingalls quickly recognized the opportunities that awaited a steadfast and persevering man of the law in Kansas Territory. In this November 1858 letter to his father, he has realized the improbability of living solely on his law practice earnings, and like other enterprising immigrants before him, has begun speculating in land. Ingalls' elegant, though highly exaggerated, perhaps tongue-in-cheek descriptions of territorial properties he proposes to sell are particularly interesting. The entire population of the Atchison County is about 5,000, comprising 1,000 poles, among which are seven or eight lawyers, who combine law and land operations like myself. The two do not conflict at all, and a purely legal career in a country of such varied activities as this is merely impossible. I have now on my list of property for sale two quarter sections of land for farming purposes, well watered, heavily timbered, and richer than a New England comforter. One situated within a few hours of the river, and the other a short distance interior. The first can be purchased at $25 per acre, and the other at $3. Besides these, there are other valuable town and improved farming property at great bargains. If you happen to know any dissatisfied swain who aspires to the milk and honey of Kansas, who would exchange the granite quarries of Middleton, Massachusetts, for the black, inexhaustible mines of prairie fertility, who would dispense with the plow and hoe and gain fabulous crops without labor, who would have winter mitigated by the skies of Italy and summer tempered by perpetual breezes whose fragrance exhilarates without satiety, who would grow rich while they slept and bequeath to their children a certainty of wealth instead of their few cold, barren, ancestral acres. If you know any such, I would be obliged if you would put me in correspondence with him, for the percent on all sales here is extremely satisfactory. In March 1859, a mere six months after his arrival in Kansas Territory, an ambitious and increasingly self-confident John Ingalls describes for his father the proceedings of a local election held in Sumner, in which Ingalls has won a seat on the Board of Officers. The election was held yesterday and resulted in the choice of a satisfactory board of officers, among which I have the honor to be numbered as city attorney, an office of more honor than profit, I presume. The majority by which I was elected was quite complimentary, as indicating the confidence the citizens have in my ability to serve them. I received all but 14 votes though it was only after repeated solicitations that I consented to have my name used in connection with the office. I have also received from the governor a commission as notary public, the functions of which are similar to those of Justice of the Peace in Massachusetts. They have power to take acknowledgments, depositions, and affidavits, 
and receive much better fees than are allowed in the eastern states. Speaking of the governor, you may have noticed in one of the New York Evening Posts I sent home a personal description of that dignitary. It was considered quite a hit here and extensively copied into the newspapers of the territory. If he saw it and was aware of its paternity, it is highly probable he would not have favored me with the commission. The territorial governor mentioned in this letter was Samuel Maderi. Three months later, Ingalls sent more news to his family concerning his rise in the ranks of the new Republican Party. It appears that John Ingalls was being duly recognized by his peers and the Free State supporters as a bright and promising political aspirant. I think I sent you, or moms, a paper containing an announcement of my nomination as Republican delegate to attend the convention at Wyandotte in July to frame a constitution for the state of Kansas. In the county nominating convention, I received the largest majority of any candidate and since that time have been actively engaged in thumping the county. I think I must have acquitted myself well from the fact that I ran ahead of the ticket through the county. The official returns came in yesterday. I got pretty well used up physically and have been laying by ever since. I spoke on Monday evening at Atchison City by the light of a roaring bonfire to a crowd of yelling miscreants who would have been glad to have pitched me into the Missouri, I suppose, as they have done with several Republicans in the last few years. It was a wild, exciting scene, and one that I shall long remember. The weather is very fine. Strawberries and cream abundant. Business dull. The only excitement aside from politics being thunderstorms and taxes. Correspondence in October 1860 suggests Ingalls still has doubts about the viability of his law practice, but he expresses total confidence in his legal acumen, noting that his adversaries are somewhat less than competent. He also leaves little doubt about his political aspirations, as he rather immodestly assesses his popularity and political influence in Kansas Territory. I can hardly say whether I am really prospering here or not. Everything depends on the future. Our firm does a large amount of business in the courts, and in the way of tax paying and money loaning and land transactions generally, though my connection is exclusively to the law department. The other branches I can carry on better alone. I assume the advocacy of cases after they are digested, and think I have the reputation of not being surpassed, at least by any jury advocate in northern Kansas. My success is not so much attributable to superior personal merit as to the want of ability among practitioners generally, a more ignorant, detestable set of addle-headed numbskulls and blackguards I have seldom met. I have concluded that the reputation of a good advocate is preferable to that of any other branch of the profession. It brings earlier success, affords a surer avenue to the higher walks of political preferment, and begets more money in an hour than the counselor will obtain by weeks of dry, dull, unstimulating labor. I know I am known by every prominent man in Kansas and believe I have their undivided goodwill. At least I have assurances of any position I want under the prospective state administration. I do not regard the governorship or a seat in Congress as beyond the range of my legitimate aspirations in the next 10 years. John James Ingalls subsequently fulfilled his prophecy by holding several elected and appointed positions. He was elected U.S. Senator from the Sunflower State in March 1871, 
a position he held for 18 years. This has been A Kansas Memory, a Kansas State Historical Society podcast. The documents used in this podcast are part of Territorial Kansas Online, a virtual repository of primary sources from the Bleeding Kansas era. The URL for the website is www.territorialkansasonline.org.